0: Welcome to the podcast, Phenomenology, the non-origin content of the Book of Mormon. My name is Lyle Davis, and this podcast is meant to be a reflection of my individual lived experience with the Book of Mormon and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It is further meant to unpack what the Book of Mormon is all about, rather than focusing on the origin of the Book of Mormon. Or, in other words, if we were to set aside for the time being how the Book of Mormon was brought forth and focus on what the Book of Mormon teaches, what would we be left with? Another way to think about this is, in general terms, what does the Book of Mormon ask an individual to do and what kind of people does the Book of Mormon inspire people to become? So this discussion is meant to highlight what I will for this podcast call the non-origin content of the Book of Mormon. This is because there is so much good that is in the Book of Mormon, but at least in some cases much of the good in the Book of Mormon is sometimes overshadowed by the story of its origin. So here we focus on the principles, the lessons, and the stories of the Book of Mormon, what those stories teach. And how they relate and interrelate with other scriptural records like the Old and the New Testament. And scriptures you may not have heard of, uh, like the Pearl of Great Price and the Doctrine and Covenants, which are scriptural records from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Let's talk about another term for a moment, uh, phenomenology. What is a phenomenology? Well, here the word phenomenology is used in the loosest of terms, and is meant to convey the study or reflection of an individual's, or in this case, my lived experience with the Book of Mormon and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints over the course of my life. The discussion you will hear does not in any way represent any official position of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Any opinions or thoughts shared on this podcast are my own, and, for better or worse, reflect my own biases and lived experience. To set the context and for you to understand a little bit about this podcast, let me share something about myself. I grew up in Utah and have been a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints my whole life. I currently live in the New England area and have also lived in Ohio and Virginia. When I was 19, I lived in Germany for nearly two years as a missionary, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with Germans and people from all over the world, and had hundreds and hundreds of conversations about the gospel of Jesus Christ and religion with all kinds of people every day. I also think it's fair of me to share a little bit about my educational background. I am not a trained theologian. I did attend a seminary, but not one intended to mint trained professional theologians like a seminary you would find at a university, but to help young members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints understand and live the doctrine of the gospel of Jesus Christ as understood by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I also have a bachelor's degree from Uh, a university in Ohio, a master's degree from a university in Utah, and a doctorate degree in human and organizational learning from George Washington in D.C., but none of the degrees are in theology. Why should you listen to this podcast? Well, for one reason, I have a unique perspective. I have lived in the church all my life, and the experiences I will share will reflect that unique perspective. I am one of the few members of the church in the United States. My experience raising my family with my wife is a unique one given my background and religious beliefs, especially when considering the everyday life of an American in today's world, or for that matter, a person from any country. So let's start with the first topic, the Book of Mormon. What is the Book of Mormon? The introductory page explains the Book of Mormon as a volume of Holy Scripture, and it says it's comparable to the Bible. In a nutshell, it is a record of God's dealings with multiple civilizations that lived on ancient America. As a matter of further introduction, the crowning event of the Book of Mormon is the personal visitation and ministry of Jesus Christ himself after he was crucified and resurrected in Jerusalem. He appeared to uh, ancient Americans and taught his gospel and organized his church on the American continent. So the way I'm going to approach this is taken from a a time in my life uh, when I lived in the DC area. I lived in Northern Virginia. I worked in, in DC and Spent a lot of time commuting on the VRE. I had about an hour, a little over an hour to get to work, so I spent uh, a lot of the time sleeping and, and a lot of the time reading and studying the Book of Mormon. And I made a lot of notes in each of the chapters and the sections of the Book of Mormon. And and what I've done is I've taken, taken all my notes. I wrote down, for the most part, what I call principles in each of the chapters and sections. And And also... Added a theme for those principles, and so that's kind of what I'm going to uh, touch on. And in the t- introduction, uh, I'll begin with those themes. And so the first one, that uh, first principle that the introduction seems to to introduce, is that angels instruct that resurrected beings can appear to men and give them instruction instructions from God. Uh, the The next one is that. The introduction promises that by asking God, that we can get a witness of truth in this life, and in particular that the Book of Mormon is from God Himself, and it teaches uh, truth. That the next one is that uh, is about living the principles in the Book of Mormon. Uh, Joseph Smith, the translator of the Book of Mormon once said uh, that a man or woman would get near to God by abiding by the precepts of the Book of Mormon than by any other book. The other theme is that uh, man can be saved by keeping the laws and ordinances taught by Jesus Christ, or or in other words, can return to live with God, who is our Father in Heaven again, and Jesus Christ, his Son. The next theme I found in the introduction is it talks about a plan called the plan of salvation, which teaches us how to find peace in this life and eternal salvation in the life to come. Two more principles that are uh, brought up in the introduction are prophets and revelation. The prophets can write by the spirit of prophecy and revelation. And the last one, the, the translation of language is that man, can translate languages through the gift and power of God. Okay, wow, that was a lot, a lot to talk about there. Well, you know what, uh, I would like to take some time here, carve out some time to talk about angels. Alright, so a quick tangent before I get into angels. I think it's uh, very useful and important to, to think about a few things, and I'll start with the Godhead. So. So my experience with the scriptures and what uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints teaches is that the Godhead is God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, who are two separate and individual beings who have bodies and flesh of flesh and bone like we do. And then the third member of the Godhead is the Holy Ghost, who is also a personage of spirit but not of flesh and bone uh, otherwise he couldn't dwell in us and that's uh, a reference to the Doctrine and Covenants section 130 verse 20 but that's important to know it's important I think for us t- to know who God is so we understand who we are because we come from him and we're his children and he loves us and he wants us to be happy and as I've thought about this podcast and what it means and, uh, what, what is common amongst all people. I think one thing that is certainly common that everyone experiences, uh, that's here on earth are feelings and feelings give meaning to life. If we didn't feel love, if we didn't feel pain, if we didn't feel despair, hope or joy, um, what would life mean I don't know if it would have any meaning and and even sometimes when we have feelings sometimes it's hard to make sense of those feelings and that's where the scriptures come in uh, the scriptures help us to understand our feelings as they relate to God and truth and I'm going to just take a, a few minutes to to talk about Some of those things that are in the scriptures that help us understand our feelings when it comes to God and truth. And I'm going to start with uh, a quote from Thomas S. Monson, who is one of our our Latter-day Prophets, and he said, Open your hearts, even your very souls, to the sound of that special voice which testifies of truth. As the prophet Isaiah promised, thine ears shall hear a word, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. So what is he talking about? He's talking about what is the voice that testifies of truth. Well, the scriptures teach us that the Holy Ghost, is his job is to testify of truth wherever it is in the world. His job is to testify of truth so that all of humankind can know what the truth is and everyone can know what the truth is through the Holy Ghost because that's his role. He testifies of God the Father, Jesus Christ, and he testifies of truth. So in in the Book of Mormon, there's uh, a book called Moroni. uh, Chapter 10, verse 7, it says, And you may know that he is, speaking of Jesus Christ, you may know that he is by the power of the Holy Ghost. So we can know that the Savior is, that he is, that he lives, and that he did live by the power of the Holy Ghost. And he says, um, I exhort you that you deny not the power of God, for he worketh by power according to the faith of the children of men, the same today, tomorrow, and forever. And Doctrine and Covenants, section 5, verse 16, it says, And behold, Whosoever believeth on my words, this is the Savior speaking, Whosoever believeth on my words, them will I visit with the manifestation of my spirit. So the Savior is making a promise that if we believe on his words, he will visit us with his spirit, a manifestation of his spirit, so we can know that what he said is true. In Alma, in the Book of Mormon, in chapter 32, there's a prophet named Alma. He compares the word of God unto a seed. And he says, If you give place that a seed may be planted in your heart, behold, if it be a true seed or a good seed, and if you do not cast it out by your unbelief, that you will resist the spirit of the Lord. So he's saying we, we can't resist the spirit of the Lord or we'll never know the truth. But we've got to make room for the truth not resist, and not cast it out by doubt and unbelief. And if we do this, it will begin to swell within our hearts. And when we feel these swelling motions, we'll begin to say within ourselves, it must needs be that this is a good seed. For it beginneth to enlarge my soul. It beginneth to enlighten my understanding. It beginneth to be delicious to me. So these are all teaching us about our feelings and how it feels to fill the Holy Ghost. And I know for me personally, when I feel the Holy Ghost or the Spirit of God, I'm inspired to do good, kind, uplifting things for others. I feel enlightened in my heart and I feel joy. And I know when I feel those things, I'm feeling the Spirit of God. I think that's so important because this has been my experience with the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon is unlike any other book. And this is another reason why I named this this series a phenomenology because we don't use this language in the church when we describe uh, the spirit. We don't really call it a phenomenon. But, but I, I think actually it is a good way to to talk about what happens to someone when they read the Book of Mormon because something does happen there is a phenomenon and I'm not speaking of anything crazier out there except for the fact that when you read the Book of Mormon and you have a desire to know if it's true that the Holy Ghost or the Spirit of God testifies to you that it is true and and that's what I'm talking about, that we can know that things are true through the Holy Ghost. Um, okay, so enough enough there. Okay, so back to angels. So, you know, now that we've had a, a quick discussion about uh, feelings, as we go through discussion on angels and this conversation and, and anything else covered in these podcasts, I think it's just, it's so important to listen to your heart and how you feel as these conversations happen because that's how we recognize truth is by how we feel. The Spirit of God speaks our spirit and connects us with heaven so we, we know what we're hearing is true. So pay attention to how you feel to go through this. Because for me, this is this is powerful. Um, so angels. So in the Book of Mormon, there's a lot of discussion about Angels. And when I'm talking about angels, I'm, I'm not talking about something with wings. I'm not talking about, I don't know, probably a, a lot of crazy things you might read in a book, uh, a fiction book or something. When I'm talking about an angel, at least the, book, the way the Book of Mormon talks about an angel is an angel is someone, a person from heaven. A, a person like a human being from heaven. And sometimes the people who come down from heaven to earth haven't lived yet, and sometimes they have lived and they've died, but they, they are resurrected. And, and so they have messages they bring to earth. And so I'm going to talk about that. So the purpose of angels, in the Book of Mormon, it talks about how angels' visits, their visits are designed to build faith in the hearts of the children of men. A great example of this is if we go back to the New Testament in the Bible. And when Jesus is, is born as a baby, the shepherds, you know the, the story of the shepherds in the fields at night. And an angel visits them. And this story is perfect. It's designed to build faith in the hearts of these shepherds because the angel tells them about the Savior's birth. And then a choir from a heavenly choir sings um, of the Savior's birth, and can you imagine the faith that must have, have built in in these these simple shepherd men? And and then they went to see the Savior, and so angels' visits are designed to build faith in the hearts of the children of men. I think. Um, there's a lot of other stories in the New Testament about angels appearing to Mary, uh, the the mother of the Savior, and uh, her spouse, husband Joseph, and to Zacharias, and in the temple, um, all kinds of other visits. You could you could see the same principle not just in the Book of Mormon. Okay, so purpose of angels. Um, so that's one purpose. Duties of angels. They are to declare words. Christ's words unto chosen vessels who bear testimony of him. Okay, so angels deliver Christ's words to, to people who bear testimony of him. Prophets are a great example of that. Uh, many prophets have seen angels, and uh, I'll talk about that some more. Uh, the duties of angels are to call men unto repentance. They do the work of the Father. Angels come from heaven. They declare the conditions of repentance. They prepare the hearts of mankind to accept Jesus Christ and his gospel. That's awesome. Angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost, and they speak the Word of God. These are that's from the Book of Mormon and 2 Nephi thirty two and Alma thirty-two. All right, great. So covered the purpose of angels. Let's talk about mankind and angels. All right, God laid a plan to communicate his plan to his children through angels. So angels teach the gospel to those unaware of God's plan of redemption. That's in Alma chapter 12. Angels minister to men. Angels minister to children and women. Angels convince men of their errors. Angels converse with men and women. They declare glad tidings. They teach mankind directly, face to face. Angels appear and speak unto men. And when I say men, I'm speaking of mankind. That's the language of the scriptures. But I'm speaking of to mankind, so men women, and women, children. Angels appear and speak unto men in preparation for God's work, and give them specific instructions. Wicked men can see angels and still not believe in God. That's an interesting one. Some see angels in the presence of others, while the others do not see the angels. Uh, that's that's uh, an interesting thing, but it happened to uh, the prophet Joseph Smith. And, and to others in the New Testament as well. A great faith and a firm mind can cause daily visitations by angels, as with a prophet named Nephi in the Book of Mormon. Those highly favored of the Lord can converse with angels. And angels make, shall make Christ's coming known to everyone. Okay, awesome. That's a great, great discussion there. Uh, and I'm going to move on to angels, how angels are subject unto God. Uh, that uh, that statement alone is taken from 3 Nephi 28 and Moroni 7. Moroni 7 also says that angels minister according to God's command. That Christ teaches angels. That's from Alma 5. By faith angels appear unto man. Angels have autonomy and may pray unto God to visit whom they will. That's from 3 Nephi 28. Okay, and then the next one is that angels teach prophets. That's from 2 Nephi 10. An angel teaches the prophet Samuel all the signs of Christ's death. This is prior to to Christ dying. Angels teach prophets about the future. Angels teach prophets about Jesus Christ and his name. That's from 2 Nephi 10. Angels teach the prophets what to say. Angels instruct them on their role in bringing to pass God's work. As with Joseph Smith in the Book of Mormon. And there's many other examples of of angels teaching prophets about their role and teaching mankind about about life and, and why we're here. Uh, but let's go back to prophets. Prophets are instructed over a number of years by angels, as with Joseph Smith. An angel teaches Alma, a prophet named Alma, the state of men between death and the resurrection. It's from Alma 40. All right, a few more things about angels and prophets. They receive direction. Prophets receive direction and guidance from angels. Angels tell the prophets the wicked works of men. Angels reveal truth to prophets. They direct the work of prophets. All right. And then the last one I'm going to go to here that angels deliver messages from God to prophets. The prophets can tell the people. That's from Alma chapter 9. Here are some of these examples. Those who have faith and repent will be redeemed, that mankind must repent or be destroyed. They speak of Christ's coming, that men should prepare themselves for the coming of Christ. Uh, the angel Moroni delivered his message from God to Joseph Smith that he should translate the Book of Mormon and publish it for the world to know. All right. Well, that's been a great discussion and uh, a side topic for this podcast. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Phenomenology, the non-origin content of the Book of Mormon.